from Plant Lab in Austin, Texas. This is Stacker News Live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Stacker News Live. I'm Car. I'm with Keon. Keon, you're from outer space. How's it going? I'm good. I'm yeah. Well, I'm. I guess I'm from outer space. I'm in outer space. Are we in outer space right now? Everyone's in outer space. <laughs> Everything that I'm aware of is in outer is in outer space. I mean, of course, there there might be immaterial things, yeah, uh, that are not in outer space. Anyway, how's your um, how's your crazy week going? Um, you seem pretty out of it when I saw you this morning. Oh yeah, oh, man, moving sucks. I hate moving. I wanna I wanna never move again. I was like in the middle of moving. I was like looking up like packing mm. and moving services. What? Yeah. Like I was like, oh, yeah. should, next time I'm never, I'm never going to do this again. I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hire one of these moving services. They're, they're going to pack all my stuff up, deliver yeah. it, but they don't unpack it. None of them unpack it. Yeah. I, so I was telling you Bronco boxes. Um, I have no affiliation with Bronco boxes, but I highly recommend them because there's like 70 bucks. They give you all these boxes and you just, they give you paper and you go in there and you, yeah, they're the best. They're the best in the biz here in Austin. But they, do they pack it for you? Um, no. But it's so easy to pack with um, with those kind of boxes they have because it's literally just put it in there and then you undo. It's not like boxes, actual cardboard boxes. It's actually it works a lot. I think it works better. But well, I, I don't want to do and I don't even want to think about it. Like that's that's how I like even just like canceling my Internet service and like the mm. gas and all that. It's like whatever. Yeah. Welcome to my world. man. This is what I do. <laughs> like the administrative stuff. Yeah, it, it sucks. But. You gotta like get there and do it. Ah, it's the worst. How was yeah. your week? It was good. Got a lot of administrative stuff done. Uh, and then now just kind of rounding out the end of the week. This is the, this is my fun part. The stackers don't know. This is uh, doing stacker news live and then doing the thriller Bitcoin stuff. This is where car escapes. <laughs> all the other stuff escapes I do. Escapes the prison of his real life. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just like all the other stuff is really, really hard. It's like really, really hard. And so it's, this stuff is not hard anymore. It's like muscle memory. Sorry, Keon. Oh yeah. What do you mean? Oh, oh, I see. I see. You kind of, you've developed calluses to my personality and our show. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's All right. Let's with that, let's jump into the top five stories of the week. This first one is linking lion an entity linking Bitcoin transactions to IPs. 15 comments from zero X B one zero C. 50,000 sats. Whoa. What did this guy do or girl do? Uh, yeah. So this is B one zero, uh, C, uh, they, they're, they're pretty well known for doing these fairly deep dives, uh, you know, very detailed dives. Like, uh, this, like this, this, this represents to me a pretty good, um, example of a detail oriented person of which I'm usually not, but, um, but anyway, he, he's discovered like anomalous peer-to-peer activity on his Bitcoin node where he's getting a high number of connections that are short-lived from uh, a, a fairly fixed or a fixed set of IP address ranges. And he kind of like details what what actually happens on the when these peers connect and tries to more or less like profile uh, these connections. And who are they? Um, he has them right there. Well, he, these, these are who the IP addresses belong to, like what mm. the, the range that they're, or the, who they're, uh, registered to are these, these groups here. One of them's like a VPN provider. And then another one is, I guess, like, uh, some kind of, um, internet 
Well, I, I don't know. They provide hosting services, maybe one of them. Um, but they're, yeah, he kind of narrowed it down to those couple of people. It's unclear, like whether they're just hosted there or somehow associated with these people, likely just some kind of hosting, possibly VPNs running and these other, uh, I guess, uh, locations on the internet. Um, but yeah, so he, he kind of, he kind of suspects what they're trying to do is do like chain analysis stuff. What dude? Yeah. I mean, it's on not everybody's node. Uh, basically the network trying, trying to like, uh, you know, develop a topology of the network. Um, he, 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 he's kind of, he's kind of assuming, or, uh, he's kind of concludes that he thinks that they're trying to associate IP addresses with transactions. Um, there's not, you know, he kind of, he kind of, he, he by process of elimination, he says it's likely chain analysis given that if it were like researchers researching Bitcoin, which does happen, they'll do things like this. And then they'll um, show their findings. Uh, yeah. They'll show their findings. This is mo- this is much more long lived than any research project would be. There's also other, other types of things that would suggest they're um, they're not a research project and that they're, they're using fake user agents. So like when you connect, you say who you want, like you kind of, you kind of tell uh, your Bitcoin peer, like what software you're using in version mm-hmm. and these, this entity, what linking lion, as he calls it, it uses uh fake user agents. Like I think they're, they're like, like pretty much nonsensical or mm. at least they're um, not, you know, not ones that are normally uh, you would normally see on the network. So they're likely fake. Uh, and then, then yeah, it just kind of, he kind of singles them out their behavior and kind of describes what it looks like. And it's, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's, I, I really like, I really like his write-ups cause they're so detailed like this, the way, uh, the like way he really breaks down, um, what he's seen. Uh, but yeah, apparently it's also the same, I think the same IP address ranges are doing, or are trying to chain analyze Monero as well. Um, and, and I think he concludes they've been this, at least this entity appears to have been operating since like 2018. Oh, wow. So early on. Yeah. Is, is there a way to, to, to stop it on your side or, or at least mitigate it? Somehow? Yeah. So he says he, he gives, he lists off prevention, uh, preventions and solutions. And he says he, he's maintaining a, bl- a, a ban list for you to be able to ban these entities. The problem is of course, that it doesn't, that doesn't really solve a whole bunch because they can you know, just, uh, move, move their IP address range yeah, more or less. Like yeah. So not really great. Another, you know, there are maybe deeper kind of solutions like using Dandelion, which is, uh, I think a peer to peer broadcasting technique that Monero uses. Um, it says, I think it's, he's saying that there were, there was an implementation attempt to put it in Bitcoin, but it was, it, it didn't get through because, because there were concerns around denial of service and other things. But yeah, I mean, pretty, pretty cool. I mean, we all, I think uh, a couple of people chime in. I think Tony Giorgio being one that says, you know, we all kind of assume this stuff was going on since, since forever, really. It's yeah. kind of, kind of easy to assume it was happening. Yeah. And, and uh, but it's cool to like have a nice, a nice detailed analysis of, of what kind of it looks like and, and some kind of suggestion of what, what they're attempting to do. Yeah. Darth Quinn asks, what do you think about this 
Tony Giorgio and the internet protocol. Tony said, I thought this was pretty well known. This is not only possible, probable. Great research and write-up, though. Another reason your Bitcoin node should be Tor only. Then Krista PSK said, Tor only has potential eclipse attack issues. See old paper. Then he references a paper about privacy. He says, Tor plus ITP is a better way to go. Having two different privacy networks mitigate this. If possible, adding Blockstream satellite receiver on top will also help. Um, yeah, so like if you, let's say hypothetically I have like a VPN turned on and it's behind a, you know, some type of like, I don't know, VM, right? So VPN, VM, and then like, I don't know, something else like, and then Tor on top of that. Would that help if your node is behind all those like layers or I mean, really, it doesn't matter. Really, if you're just using Tor, you're, you're pretty good because they're, what they're trying, what they're trying, what it appears they're trying to do is figure out what the IP addresses of nodes are on the network and, and possibly look for transactions associated with those yeah. IP addresses. So if you're using Tor and properly, you're not doing, you're not somehow leaking your IP address, then you should be um, safe from, from yeah. at least this attack. Gosh, man, so much for privacy on the lightning network. This isn't lightning. This is Bitcoin. What? This is Bitcoin core. Oh, really? This is not on the lightning network? No, this is bit. This is plain old Bitcoin. So this is on chain. This is on chain. Whoa. I thought we were talking about the lightning network the whole time. No, this, I mean, this is, you know, this is how, the, this is how chain, this is how something like chain analysis would, would likely appear to be doing the work that they do. Gosh. Well, yeah. Stackers. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to do. Kian, what do we do? Uh, Accept it and keep going. I mean, we, we, we try to mitigate it the best we can. Uh, we try to, we, as users, we try to use Bitcoin in the most private way we can. Uh, and then hopefully we'll see something like dandelion that maybe doesn't have the same, that some of the problems that it introduces that will help users get privacy easily. Do you think the, did you see that thing they were talking about? You probably missed it the other day, but they were talking about, uh, running your own node on your mobile phone with Bitcoin core. Did you see that? The news? No. They were talking about at ABDC. Oh yeah, no, I didn't go to ABDC, so I missed it. But yeah. but yeah, I know that's been a thing for a while. I know people like what I want to see is someone develop a mobile device that is specifically for running Bitcoin stuff. Cause I would buy the heck out of it. If I can run like a full like a, a full Bitcoin node and a lightning mm. node that's always like mobile connected, that'd be cool. Oh. Yeah. Well, let's move on to the next top story. It's okay. route. <laughs> route blinding was merged this is from rsync 25 nine comments 5326 sats you missed up my rhythm right there i was like i'm sorry i didn't realize you were in a rhythm i always have like a little cadence i thought i came in at the right time you, you like came in and then i came in. i came in with a bat i thought it was a you backing like, vocal i thought it was harmonious <laughs> what is this uh route blinding about Oh, cool. Yeah. So route blinding has been in the works for a long time. If you look at the PR here, it was opened uh, in 2020. So nearly three years ago, they've been discussing route blinding, but it's, it's basically giving the receiver of lightning funds privacy. So like uh, if you, if I ask you for a payment from my node uh, and I don't want you to know uh what my, what my note, my nodes identity say, okay. uh, there's, there's given the light, the way the lightning protocol works, there's no way for me to hide that from you. Um, 
like kind of by default. It's not like in the protocol for me to hide that to you. You know, you know, as a result of me showing you an invoice, the node that you're paying to. So what route blinding allows you to do is to hide this. Um, and that's effectively what it is. It's a privacy thing and it'll be available uh, as part of the Bolt 12 specifications. So when we get, when we get Bolt 12 invoices, you'll Bolt have this. When is Bolt 12 coming? I keep hearing about it for what it's been like a year now. When is it coming? It'll be, it'll, it seems like it's, it seems like it's coming along. I guess uh, what's nice is Lisa uh, from Blockstream, who is on a sabbatical right now. She is throwing a conference here in Austin soon. Uh, she chimes in and says that uh, route blinding is already available in uh, Core Lightning and Eclair. And they're, and they're able to interop with it. So um, we're already seeing it there. You know, I guess, you know, when does it come to the Lightning Arc, meaning the majority of Lightning Arc, whenever it gets into LND, probably. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, mm. LDK is, is working on it currently. And then Carla, who used to work at, at Lightning Labs and is now at Chaincode, is working on putting it in LND. But oh, okay. Yeah. But so it's coming solo. at least maybe this year? It's hard to say. It'll, I mean, I would suspect, I would suspect, you know, within a few years, probably is what I would conservatively say. And just for the stackers at home listening, what is Bolt 12 again? What does it allow us to do? Bolt 12 allows us to do a number of cool things, but the, some of the, one of the most highly kind of, uh, awaited features is static invoices. So I, I, you know, I can get tattooed on myself and uh, a sta- an invoice that that you will be able to pay my node uh, for, you know, forever. Like That's just cool. one invoice. Because right now, if you, I have to generate a new invoice for every person I want mm-hmm. to pay me. And it's kind of a bummer. And so that would give us that. And, but there are other things, the, the other things are this, these privacy things. Um, uh, additionally, there's I don't know if it's if it's going to make it into the first release, but I think there are things like recurring payments that you'll be able to do. Yeah, so like specify subscriptions, things like that. Yeah, that's going to open up a lot of a lot of stuff. A lot of interesting stuff, and there's yeah. you know there's still some some kind of you know fud around Bolt Twelve, but it's looking like it's pushing getting pushed through anyway. So uh, pretty pretty exciting. So this 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 specific news thing was that the proposal for it was actually merged into the bolt repo cool so it's it's more or less it's like pretty much in a you know a a state to get implemented people are kind of in agreement on this is the way to do it and it's good nice and uh well this is good this is good news first we add some bad news and this is good news i don't call the first thing bad news but it's like it's more like the inevitable happening um (laughs) like when like when nation states eventually attack bitcoin it'll be like yep uh, expected that to happen. Yeah. Coming soon. TM. Coming soon. TM. Uh, RoboSats Beginner's Guide. 4,108 sats. Four comments from Code Psychology. This was a freebie post. What's going on here? Yeah. So uh, this kind of describes, more or less describes how RoboSats works, uh, which, which is pretty cool. Um, they're, they've added, I mean, since, since we first began talking about RoboSats when they were released, I think last year sometime, maybe, maybe it was, maybe it was roughly a year ago. Yeah. About a year ago. Yeah. Uh, they were pretty, there was pretty simple, pretty, you know, didn't really do much, but now it's, it's kind of developed quite a bit. It's con- they're constantly having more and more transaction volume. They do, they now, uh, lock up, you now have to, in order to engage in, 
an offer, I think it's called, you have to, or an order, you have to lock up Bitcoin in the Lightning Network in order to like to prove that you're kind of mean to do it, mean to follow through with the order. Um, so yeah, so it, it's this code psychology describes the process of doing this, why you might want to do it. Um, you know, what are some of the incentives around it? People specifically, you know, people who are selling Bitcoin, what, what are their incentives? And obviously what are the incentives for someone attempting to inquire, uh, no KYC Bitcoin, but that's, that's the gist of it. It's like for someone who's not familiar with RoboSats already and what's going on with it or why it exists, uh, it, uh, this is a good explainer for it. Yeah, there is a one particular part in this post that says, why use RoboSats over BISC or HODL HODL? RoboSats is the only Lightning Network solution. Other solutions require BTC on chain that is more costly. HODL HODL uses clear web, no Tor, less privacy. HODL HODL and BISC use the same identity for all trades, less privacy. BISC is a desktop app, can be used on a phone, less portable. So, yeah, definitely take a look at this post. I have yet to use RoboSats. So. Yeah, I... Uh... I've, I've spent a lot of time inspecting it, um, but I have not used it myself either. I haven't bought Bitcoin. Do they, do they have a service where you can just swap lightning for on-chain Bitcoin? Um, yes, they do. You can, yeah, you can, uh, specify that you want to be the, the Bitcoin you purchase to arrive to you on chain. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I think there's a, there's a swap fee. We discussed it last week. They had a bug in their oh, swap yeah. thing. Or that, two weeks ago. Yeah, maybe two weeks ago where they it, that got exploited and they lost like 5 million sats or something. Yeah, but I think they nipped it in the butt, right? They like, Yeah. Yeah, they got resolved. Yeah, they fixed it as far as we're aware. Well, at least they found it sooner rather than later. Um, the next top story is Lightning Network use case for efficient stacking. This is uh, 23 comments from source creator. 14,000 sats on this baby. Dang. Yeah. This is, this is a pretty cool. Sounds like uh, yeah, all he needs to do is do a good stacker news post. That's an efficient stack right there. We'll yeah. He got, he got himself some sats. Uh, he's basically describing how he kind of stacks Bitcoin, uh, given, oh, really? given his particular, his particular life circumstance. And uh, so he said he's, he's very frugal. He makes most of his, he makes most, he stacks mostly through renting out rooms as mm. maybe as a home or maybe he, uh, he owns apartments or something, rents them out. But he says what he does is he asks tenants to pay him in Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of breaks down how that might work. I would always, I would imagine it's quite hard, but it, but it, by the sounds of it, he can, he kind of ends up more or less orange pilling them or at least getting them to pay his rent or pay them, pay, mm-hmm. pay the rent in, uh, in Bitcoin. So he has them sign up for Striker River and then basically auto um, buy, I guess around the time rent is due. And then they just pay him that way. And then he also will set them up with uh, non KYC stuff. If they seem kind of interested in that. What's but your, what's your efficient way to stack? Keon? My efficient way to stack. I don't, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm like hand to mouth in terms of my, uh, my life, my life right now. So I don't really stack much. Um, I, I'm typically spending more Bitcoin than I'm stacking. Mm. Uh, uh, if I do need to buy Bitcoin, I'll buy, I usually buy it on strike because the, oh, wow, the really? fees are, the fees are quite low, mm-hmm. uh, Bitcoin on lightning, and then I'll send it wherever I need to send it. But that's kind of, that's my current way I stack. How are you stacking? How am I stacking? Um, right now it's, it's mostly through a lot of the media stuff that I do. So all of that comes in really, really well. Uh, I learned early on from Matt and Marty, they're like car. 
revenue streams of lightning, make it happen. <laughs> like that's, that's how, that's what I learned early on was just like create all these different revenue streams for lightning. And uh, that's the way to do it. But um, yeah, and do all the podcast stuff, all the media stuff on thriller. Um, and then, you know, the usual like dinners or like the apps like Oshi, Snacker News, um, Noster, like all that kind of stuff. It's kind of cool, man. You get all this, all this lightning coming from all over the place. Yeah, that's a cool, it's a cool way. I mean, earning Bitcoin is, is a really cool way to stack and that way you don't. Yeah, I really don't buy Bitcoin anymore. I don't know if that's good or bad, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that, I think it's, I mean, it's good if it's, if it's plenty of Bitcoin. Uh, anyway, the, the main, the main problem he's, he, or the main thing, issue he has after he's orange pilled his tenants is mostly getting inbound liquidity. Uh, to his node because he, he says, he says he basically doesn't spend. Yeah. So he basically only, he only has an issue of, of uh, replenishing his inbound liquidity mm. after a given amount of time. But yeah, yeah. Pretty, this pretty this cool. is one from blockchain book. He says, uh, offered my tenants to pay in Bitcoin and they ignored it. Even offered 5% discount. This is a great flow. Thanks for sharing. If the tenants were going to say, yeah, I was going to use ZapRite to track payments. Now that's another good way to too. Um, I forgot about that. I forgot to mention ZapRite. Um, yeah, whenever you do any contracting stuff, you can use ZapRite and they do Lightning and Bitcoin. So that's another good way to get paid. Yeah, um, pretty, pretty cool. He, said, he, he, he responds to that blockchain book post and says that he more or less had to insist. Uh, but once oh, he insisted, really? there wasn't any resistance. But I think it's if you give them the option, they're always going to be like, nah, I'm going to do it. So easy. that's interesting you bring that up because um, I've seen people in, in the space, you know, in the space that will say, no, man, I only take Bitcoin and like hard stance. So I know, I know me personally, I have that kind of ethos here um, for what I do at Thriller. Like I only pay the riders in Bitcoin. Nice. I refuse to pay in fiat. Yeah. I think that's the way it seems to be the way to, to get people to actually begin using Bitcoin is to force them to, if they want to, if they want to, be engage in market relations. Yeah, that's how you get rid of fiat, man. Pay in Bitcoin, accept only Bitcoin. Two steps. Um, the next top story is embracing Noster, my journey from skeptic to advocate. This is from Mr. Tony Giorgio. 23 comments, 3,084 sats. What's going on here? This one really surprised me. Um, Why? Well, because Tony, historic, or I mean, it's, the history is kind of recent, but historically has been a huge Noster bull or bear. Uh, he been very against Noster, kind of kind of vocal about it, at least uh, the times I've, you know, I've spoken to him about it, but he, but he's, he's kind of, he's kind of saying he's changed his mind. Not fully. I don't think he's actually, I don't think he's actually changed his mind much. It's just, um, I think he's, I think he's more, I think what it sounds like to me is he's lowered his expectations of what Noster is and is now comfortable with Noster just meeting those low, those low expectations. Um, but, but, but to describe this post, if you haven't read it, he, uh, Tony basically describes, uh, what can, what is con- like, what prevented him from being a Noster advocate before and a lot of his experience with dids and, and, you know, believing in dids as, as, uh, something that was going to succeed at, at its mission. And then, um, the other part is, uh, you know, actually interacting with Noster and, you know, build like seeing, like see, seeing alternative use cases getting proposed, uh, like, 
coin joint coordination and stuff like that, 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 and then other explorations they did for mutiny wallet. And now he's more, he's more, he's like still a skeptic. I would classify him as, but you know, I, he's posting on no sir. He is engaging with no sir. And, uh, Oh, another thing that prevented him previously from being excited about Nestor was just bearishness on social media generally is another thing he kind of lists having, having lot, having exited Twitter uh, about two years ago and leaving behind like 20,000 uh, crying Twitter followers, me included. It's interesting. Cause like, I remember when he left uh, Twitter in 2021 and, and like he came on thriller uh, I still have that recording, by the way, Tony, we have, I never released it, but we have really? like a, we have like a two, three hour recording, uh, of him talking about leaving Twitter and stuff like that. And we talk about a lot of stuff, but we never released the, the episode, Why? but, uh, huh? Why didn't you release it? Uh, he didn't want to at the time and I respected it. So I pulled it, but, um, or it never got published, but it was interesting. He talked about that here in the post. And then what was also interesting, I, I want to bring up this cause I think this is like the best part. And, uh, I saw this on Noster when Paul shared it. He says right here, he goes, Noster is incredibly simple to develop on and can be incremental as a developer builds more advanced features. This goes back to surrounding yourself with good company. Easy solutions attract developers, which bring better products and more users, some of which will be more developers. The cycle repeats as more developers come in. The technical problems I have with Noster start to get fixed and many already have. I, I thought that was like really well put because it just shows the, the amount of experience he has in, in building communities and building for stuff like Noster. Uh, it just shows to his experience. Um, really, 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 really good um, article. I read it last night before I went to bed. But um, yeah, I think the I think the thing that was uh, interesting was here was you you brought in Janet Yellen. <laughs> Yeah, Honestly. Janet Janet Yellen is a nim of someone we know is a huge uh noster bear. Yeah, and Tony goes, never gonna happen. There needs to be at least one naysayer out there. And then Janet Yellen said, win mute button for Noster content on standard news. <laughs> yeah, Janet Yellen <laughs> has been uh has been asking, she she's been calling me from uh, the Capitol and uh asking me to give uh word word filters on Stacker News. <laughs> And also like block lists and stuff. So I think for me personally, I mean, I, I like the way Saccharides is now. I'm not complaining. I think the only thing is I wish we had its own sub for Noster. I will say that personally, but you also wanted, you also really wanted bookmarks. How many bookmarks do you have? Do what should we go and see how many bookmarks you have? Can we get, can we guess? I actually have a lot of them on BSATs. So let's see. <laughs> <laughs> really wanted bookmark support. <laughs> So, so adamant supporter. Look at how many, you know, uh, totally oh justified. <laughs> Call it out. Got me. Got me. Anyway, this is just my, uh, for all the other founders out there. Users don't know what they want. I don't know what I want. <laughs> Staggers, apparently. They will tell you they want something. They zap me. But they don't. Hey, show my QR code. Let they don't actually want it. Yeah. If you want to zap car for for all the bookmarks he has <laughs> i would so zap many, him the same amount of sacks hey, i have bookmarks, as, as bookmarks now. i got so used to doing doing <laughs> stacker news without bookmarks so long i just got used to just looking at it search has gotten better uh, <laughs> so that rounds out the top five stories of the week the uh i want to bring this one up because i think this one's really important because we've been kind of talking about apple and surveillance stuff and i think this is probably the third post i've seen on stacker news this year 
regarding it. But uh, it's the DEA quietly turned Apple's AirTag into a surveillance tool. I don't know if you saw this, Keon, but apparently um, border agents have intercepted two packages from Shanghai, China. Inside one was a pill press, a machine used to compress powders into tablets, and the other some pill dyes. Believing that they were destined for an illegal narcotics manufacturer, the DEA was called in. They inspected devices, but rather than cancel the shipment or pay to visit to the intended recipient, they tried something that they never, never been known to try before. They hid an Apple AirTag inside the pill press so they could track its movements. And uh, so this is kind of a big deal because you actually have regular um, three-letter agencies using technology like like Apple's um, surveillance tracking tag. That's, Real te- retail technology. Yeah, re- there you go. Retail technology. What do you think about this, man? I mean, it's pretty, I haven't, I didn't actually read this. I saw it. But what do you think just like hearing that? Uh, Are you surprised? Uh, I'm kind of shocked. I don't, I didn't, I didn't, I thought they have like more sophisticated technology. I'm not surprised. I mean, it's, un, it's unlikely that the DEA has the technical chops to develop something that's even better than what Apple is doing with all of its engineers, all of its, you know, it's trillions of dollars in market cap. It's, it's highly unlikely. I mean, if, if, if retail is demanding to be tracked, like, like it is with these air tags, they are going to, the, the companies that are serving retail are going to develop a way better solution to tracking than the DEA will ever do. And that's basically what we have in the air tag. The air tag is actually really cool and that it doesn't even need, it doesn't need an internet connection. It communicates, yeah. it communicates through, uh, I was talking to an Apple engineer about this. It communicates through like, I, I think like, Bluetooth, I believe, or, or other, whatever, basically whatever network is available, it will communicate through, it'll communicate through devices. So it can, even if there are several Apple devices, like in a room that don't have internet connection, it will like communicate through all of them until it finds one that does have an internet connection. So you're saying it's basically (laughs) like the, do you ever see the dark Knight where, uh, Batman goes into that room and he sees a Joker and he has these goggles on and it's just like bouncing off these arrays. You seen that? I mean, yeah, I th- I don't remember. But maybe it. that's what it's doing. It's just like out there. Yeah, no, it's like it's like it's apparently like pretty good in terms of like uh, preserving privacy. I think it's like all like encrypt onion encrypted, possibly even. But yeah. but it's um it it basically allows you to locate things without needing an internet connection. I'll tell you from my experience, dude. Like you know, like I've seen like Apple AirPods. Like, cause Apple AirPods, you can switch them out and put one on you. I don't know if you know that. And then it can track your other AirPod. So you can even take out that Apple AirPod, the, the, the AirPod, whatever, and yeah. then disassemble it and just keep the stuff that you need and then put that on somebody and that will track you. I've, somebody has done that to me. I talked, I talked about it before. Um, I was able to find it, but like, it's, it's a real thing, dude. Yeah. I mean, they're made, they have really good tech around. I mean, people want to locate their devices and stuff. It's been a problem for a long time. I wouldn't, you know, probably all Apple devices have something like AirTag in it. It's kind of, it's kind of spooky. It's I, don't, scary, dude. I don't know if you've ever, like I was walking home from a bit devs one night and I got a notification on my phone and which was like, you're being, yeah. you might be, you might be being tracked right now because we got, we got, there's an AirTag that's following you. Yeah. And, and it's a was, real, dude. Then, I was, then yeah. I was like, what is going on? And then. And I'm then, glad it's happening to you too. Like it, it happened to me. I didn't talk about, it. I think I brought it up to you at some point, but I never talked about it publicly till just now. 
But dude, that's a scary thing, dude. It's but like, it's just a warning. So talking to this Apple engineer about it, they told me that it's just it's just to alert someone that they might be being tracked. But it often happens in a case where you're walking on a busy street and someone has an Apple tag with them. And that's, they're around you and they're just around you. They're walking mm. roughly at the same pace as you near you. And it will it, and it will alert you like that, because otherwise it, you'd continue to get the alert. Yeah. If you were get if you were actually if it was if you were tagged personally. Yeah, I got it for like a good like yeah, it was a while. Anyway, I don't want to talk about it. I'm scared enough. I don't want to start scare the skackers. But um yeah, it happens. As Bitcoiners, we need to be even more cognizant of it because you know, apparently, you know, we're something somebody to be followed, apparently. I love what Zanny says. He goes, But the ads told me Apple cares about privacy. I'm shocked. Shocked to my very core. And then Tamale said as opposed to all phones using GPS all the time and all devices using SIM cards, triangulating their position all the time, but it gets clicks, clicks putting Apple into headlines, I guess. Yeah, it does get clicks. We'll say that to Molly's. Yeah. I mean, it's scary just buying anything. Uh, like if you get a, if you get a TV nowadays, it wants to like connect to the internet and then you have to sign a bunch of like pri- yeah, privacy. Dude, like our new TV, it's like freaking me out here in the lab. Like, yeah. And it has, they all, they're all voice activated. So every, like it's the, they're all, they all have voice features in them and stuff. It's kind of, it makes me want to go. It makes me want to get like a, one of you remember those old, like uh CRTs. Yeah. Once you yeah. get like an old CRT or something. Bring back the Polaroid CRT monitors. Okay. Uh, the other story I wanted to bring up, cause I think it's pretty big, man. This is fold announces exclusive global partnership with visa. This is 11 comments from Pablo 895 sats. Did you hear about this? Uh, I did. I, I mean, I heard about it through you being like, you were like, uh, you know, telling everyone about it in the lab. Yeah. So, so the, yeah. So for the snackers at home, the move aims to expand the reach of the first Visa co-branded Bitcoin rewards debit card launched in the spring of 2020 to more Fold users worldwide. The announcement comes as nearly 1 billion in transactions have gone through Fold since the launch of the Fold Visa debit card. And users have been awarded over 30 million in Bitcoin since the launch of the app. Wow. Wow, dude, that's crazy. Uh, Will Reeves said, in order to meet the growing demand for Bitcoin on-ramps outside the US, we're thrilled to expand our engagement with Visa. We believe that Bitcoin can be a powerful tool for people all over the world to take control over their finances. And we are committed to making Bitcoin as easy and accessible as possible for everyone. That's a great soundbite there. But yeah, um, I'm. I think for me, I'm just... I'm just always impressed with like full. They just took the really low time preference of building a company like from its early. I mean, they got a lot of crap early on for the metaverse that they created. Um, but like, dude, besides that, like, I don't, I don't know any other Bitcoin company that will maybe strike and square cash app, but like they're doing, they're doing the Lord's work, man. Getting it out there. Yeah. It's cool. I've never used fold. I know people that use fold and they're really happy with it and like, it. Uh, I'm like credit phobic, so I don't really do, I don't really, and I, I used I, to use it, but I don't use it anymore. I hate the admin of like dealing with other cards. I have like one card and that's it. But, um, I think it's great for, um, for getting like, you know, pre-coiners, you know? Uh-uh. Yeah. But what, so if you're, so let's say, do you think, do you think I can convince my dad to use full? Mm-hmm. I think it's some, I think it's someone who's like, Maybe Bitcoin curious. It's boomer friendly. We should maybe talk to someone at Fold about this. But it's like, definitely boomer. Like, friendly. who do they think their actual target demographic is? Obviously, they're you know a lot of Bitcoiners probably use Fold because they want to stack SaaS kind of passively. But other outside of that core demographic, I wonder who who their core demographic is because I don't think I I don't think my dad would care about getting Bitcoin rewards. 
Um, I don't know, man. Like, I I know of somebody who told me that they like pay for everything with their fold card and they get sats for it. Like, you can do all sorts of cool things with it, from what I've heard. Um, yeah, I mean, thirty million though. It's a lot of Bitcoin, man. It's cool. I've heard I've heard about this before, but GMD posts that uh, he used to double dip with by paying See, by paying go. by paying his rent and other credit card bills uh, through PayPal using Fold, and apparently that would allow him to get credit card rewards by paying see? rent and stuff. And yeah, so it was smart, you know, smart smart things. Did like you ever that. see that Punch Drunk Love? I've seen with, that movie. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but like with coupons back then. I actually don't remember Punch Drunk Love, but I remember with Adam, Adam Sandler. Sandler. I remember yeah. Adam Sandler's and he I just don't remember what happened the girl, in the movie. And then, but, he, but before he falls in love with the girl, he like gets obsessed with like doing this kind of stuff. So he gets all these like frequent flyer Myers and stuff. Anyway, <laughs> um, the next story is Keon's meta post. This is called Outer Spaces for Curious Beings. Nostra Klein and Relay coming soon, TM. This is from Coop. 16 comments, 3,190 sats. What is this? Yeah, so this is outer spaces where I'm building uh, uh, our Noser client. It's kind of choppy. I think it's not choppy on my screen, but uh, um, yeah, so it's where I'm going to be, you know, experimenting with Noser stuff that might, you know, that might have some of the features that Stacker News has. We're going to try to do a good job of it. Um, But that's, I mean, that's basically it. There's not much you can do there right now. You can reserve a name if you want to, if you want to, a lightning address in outer space. If you want a NIP five in outer space, you can reserve one. Otherwise you can sign up for like DMS, um, as we kind of ship new ship things and begin to progress on it. But that's really, it's really all it is, is a landing page. It's like, I call, I call it a launch announcement in the, in a comment in the post. Cause it's mostly a launch announcement. There's not, there's not a product to use yet. It's mostly, Preparing for a product An announcement of announcement. There you know, go. You're, yeah. le- you're learning from the best. That's uh, <laughs> no, you told us on, what was it? Wednesday here in the lab? Was it Wednesday or Thursday? I forget my days. It was the day. I think it was Wednesday. Wednesday. When I yeah. It. You're like, I'm making outer space. And I was like, what? And then we all were talking about it, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm happy for you. I, I, I can't wait. I, I did a whole thriller post about it here recently, uh, like an hour ago, but uh, my initial thoughts, it'll be, it'll be just interesting if you're able to kind of, um, do the same thing you did for Valley for value and building community and, and all those sorts of like dynamic connections. But if you can do that in the Nostra world. So I think I'm, I'm really curious, even just knowing you curious to see if you can pull this off. Like I want to see like what your, your brain can bring to Nostra. Cause I mean, we already have like, you know, some other really big brains working on it right now. So it'd be really cool to see what's your, what your take is going to be. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, I, you know, no I don't pressure, by the way. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I, I really don't know if I'll be able to provide the value that I want to provide on Noster or if, you know, if I, if I can add much at all, if, if maybe the community is already doing everything they could possibly done, I guess we'll see. I'm going to try really hard. Um, and hope to hope to do that. I'd like, basically what I want is for stacker news to be, be decentralized. So yeah. this is like the, this will be my attempt at trying to achieve it. And I think Noster is a really good place to begin to achieve this. So, you know, barring all, all the exceptions people have about Noster being able to scale or whatever. I think if, I think all future decentralized social media platforms will look enough like Noster that we'll be able to learn a lot about 
attempting to build something like Stacker News on Noster, whether it's possible to decentralize it. I don't know. Um, I think it, I think if, even if you go for like the low hanging fruit, because there's already been some other communities that have adopted Noster. Uh, Mines is one of them. I forget the other one that has as well. And they've seen tremendous growth from it just from the the network effect of Noster. But I I think just in that sense, like that's the low hanging fruit. Obviously, you're going to be able to do that. But I can't wait to see like the things that you can't account for, which like the stuff that William has done with Thomas, where you're like, whoa, like never would have thought of that. Wow, that's interesting. You know, those kind of things are like the the um, when you look at the the people in the space that are doing this stuff, it's, it's those type of unique touches that they do. I can't wait to see what you do with there. Um, yeah, monster. that's kind of the cool thing about using new technology is that you don't have to be you you're building on new technologies. You don't have to be terribly smart to discover something new. So you just kind of show up and because it's like unexplored, uh, you can you might be the first person to discover, you know, something that's fairly obvious if someone spent enough time exploring that technology. But you know, still pretty, you know, providing pr- pretty profound value. So I think, you know, uh, just a, like a short message about explore new technologies early, even when you ha- you're skeptical about them, because you might be able to, you know, reduce your own skepticism by building something new or improving on it. And you'll likely discover something that someone hasn't yet. And there, there's something really that feels really good about, about having done that. So yeah, I was reading a post by uh, most telling you right before the show. Um, I forget his name, last name Oppenheimer, but he was talking about how you can have natural ability and what's the other word? I forget that it's like natural ability and and a work ethic. But if it doesn't come with obsession, then it's like that's a third ingredient or whatever. Um, nice. And I know you personally, you're very obsessed about this kind of stuff, and a lot of the people that are building on Oster now are are as well. The Muni teams clearly one of them too. So it's going to be really interesting to see like these obsessive types <laughs> go off and build on this network. Cause it's going to be like, Whoa, like that's, that's the, um, that's a little key there, but it just, so the roadmap that you gave is the NIP five, uh, non-custodial and hybrid custodial lightning wallet address, et cetera. Um, so you'll support fully non-custodial wallet connections, provide optional sat capped custodial wallet for offline receives and an in-app payment simplicity. Um, you also have basic Noster client relay and then client relay with the value rank support of some sort there. Um, do you have anything to add to that? No, that's pretty much the plan is I'll probably provide NIP five fairly shortly here. Uh, maybe spending quite a bit of time trying to set the tone for like the design and kind of UX. Mm-hmm. And then uh, also the wallet. Um, I really want a bulletproof wallet there. I basically have like 18 months of, user feedback on oh, yeah. uh, on stacker news's wallet that i want to incorporate in a new wallet which i'll be building for both stacker news and outer space uh and so both stacker news and outer space will get the benefit of that new wallet um and then from there i'll begin building uh the client and the and the relay and um then begin once that once i have kind of a basic simple real uh, simple noster client um i'll be begin building I, I guess stacker, you know, more specific stacker news features into Noster. Um, yeah. One other thing I will mention, this is just for, for people listening at home and the snackers. Um, you, I mean, Keon, you know this, but stacker news is current is currently experiencing a surge in, in, um, in traffic. So 
I think that's going to be really telling is you're going to be able to move some new people that probably wouldn't even use Nostra otherwise. If you go back to the comments, there was a couple people that are like, oh, I like it already. I'm already so let's go. Looks cool. Reserved. Reserved. Looks cool. Um, and then there, I forget, he goes, there is one person that says, I wasn't taking a look at it before, but now I might just have to. Where's yeah, I'm su I was yeah. surprised by those too. I assumed all Stacker News users were already Nostra users, but it kind of shows that the demo, that the, there isn't, there isn't a, as much of an overlap in demographics as I, I even expected. Um, yeah, I suspected that the nearly every Stacker News user would also be on Nostra, but. Yeah, so that'll be cool to see that community move over to as well, and then you'll still have the other side too. Yeah, man, good job. Good job. Um, I think that's all I got for, I think that ends our whole story list. What do we got for the uh, super, super stat of the day? Super, super stat segment brought to you by Keon and Carr. Um, uh, yeah, so top stackers of the week, uh, Block Talk stacked over 100,000 sats. I don't know what for, maybe you did a bounty. Let's see if we can, we can snoop around and find out where these sats came from. Oh, here we go. Oh, nice. Ah, it gave a, yeah, there was a bounty out for a summary of when money dies mm. and he produced the best version of it and won 110,000 sats. I'm going to go back and read that because I haven't, I haven't read when money dies um, because I, the first, the first uh, few paragraphs bored me. Uh, uh, B10C, um, they stacked quite a, quite a bit with their linking lion post vintage. I'm, I'm fourth in the list, which is, you know, the stackers are out stacking me, which is awesome. Rsync 25 been posting a lot of great stuff about new releases and stuff coming out of the lightning network source creator with their post on RoboSats, I believe, or no, it wasn't RoboSats. It was no, they're stacking lifestyle. Um, yeah, so lots of, lots of big stackers this week. Nice. And then Spenders, uh, Modus, who I believe was the one who asked for the summary. Now it's the next biggest oh, no. unofficial. Uh, Chris 42. I'm fifth in the list. Again, I'm getting, I'm getting beat or I'm normally always in the lead. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's good. Finally. Yeah, finally. Uh, putting me in my place, stackers. Let's see here. Uh, Cowboys. <laughs> to see, you know, just to put, just to give a little props to the, the, the people, the boys who are saddling up out there. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> uh, saddling up. Saddling up. Calling in the cows. <laughs> <laughs> ringing that dinner bell. Uh, all these guys. Austin, Siggy47. Uh, Darthcoin. CLR. Darthcoin's got a, he's been a Jeez, cowboy for a while. how much he's stacked. Giddy up. Garth Look how coin. much he stacked in how many days? Uh, is that accurate? Oh, how much he stacked. So this is his lifetime. His lifetime. Oh, oh I was like, wow. This guy's a full-time job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 500, over 500,000 sats around. Dustin has had his for a while. Yeah. We got some people really holding on to their cowboy hats now. That's cool. So. Yeah, man. This is awesome. Pretty excellent. I love seeing it. You love to see it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what do you got going on the rest of this weekend, Keon? Uh, I think I'll be unpacking now. That'll be my life for Wait, a bit. Wait, you have to still go move today? Uh, we got a car towed. It's like, it's like, cause we had a car Man, sitting dude. in our, oh, it's just so bad. Um, but yeah, just more life stuff this weekend. How about you? What are you doing this weekend? Uh, we got a, we got Nostra devs tomorrow here at the lab. So we're going to do the Nostra devs with Captain Stacks and Super Testnet. 
Um, we're going to do like a Super Mario Brothers. Tonight. Oh, yeah. D++ sweet. is coming over. We're going to do that here in the lab. So we'll have some, I think Nick's going to make barbecue. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, going to be a good, uh, good weekend. It'll rock. D's uh, game. Has she made it public yet? Like, has she released um, it? I don't know. For other people to use? There's videos online though, but I don't know. I'm sure she is at some point or has. I'm not sure. I don't know. Okay. If she does, you should post it on Stagger News so Stagger can play it. Yeah, because it's really, from what I could tell, it's really fun. And she has a really, she has a really good solution to delivering it. I know other people had more hacky ones, but she did something like a yeah, deeper it integration. Yeah, works really, really, when we did it for the hackathon, it works really, 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 really well. Super reliable. Yeah. Super reliable. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, dude. Like, also, yeah, I, I, should, I should also mention, if you go to plublab.com slash blog, there's the hackathon projects there. So you can see all the videos and stuff. Um, you can see what people are doing here in Austin. All right, cool, Keon. That's all I got. Zap.